recorded live from Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles in West Bend, Wisconsin. You're listening to Under the Cowl. Episode 9. I got fun. Looking for a podcast that doesn't spoil Avengers Endgame? Then boy, have you come to the right place. Because we're so far behind on putting out podcasts that the closest we come is talking about, I think, the first Avengers Endgame trailer. (laughs) Um, Yep, so no worries about Endgame spoilers here. At Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles... We don't spoil Avengers Endgame. Usually new movies get talked about secretively when I'm not around because I tend to get to see movies a little late. So, uh, yeah, normally you'll have customers like uh, Tony who sees everything and uh, maybe Jim or Jacob or, you know, somebody kind of... uh, waiting for me to leave the room so that they can discuss uh, whatever the most recent uh, MCU movie or, or DC movie or some other comic book related movie um, has, has come out. They, they, they talk about it in whispers while I'm not around. Um, but uh, what we do talk about is, uh, well... We talk about some pretty old stuff like Firefly, and uh, we even throw in a little bit of Lost. Although, I don't know why we discussed that if you've seen the last episode. Uh, Wait, that's what we actually talk about is, why did they do that? Anyways, this episode, what you get is uh, just myself and Tony uh, just talking about uh, stuff starting off with a 15-year-old Dairy Queen experience. So, many, many years ago, uh, my friend, one of my many friends who I got into Firefly, I, uh, What's Firefly? So, Firefly, back in 2001, <laughs> there was a little show on Fox on Friday nights, um, no, so I got my friend Jenny into Firefly. She was ready to see Serenity. So what better way to watch Serenity than come over and hang out in the Whedon slash puppy room. Had it all set up and figured, all right, get some food beforehand. Big fans of Dairy Queen. Oh, boy. I do have a question. That, that just raised a question, so I don't want to interrupt, but... Do you have like a TV set up in each room so that you can watch the sp- like you watch your Buffy stuff in your Buffy room? So years ago, I did actually. I'd have one in the like the living room, one in the what was the comic slash DVD slash Star Wars room, and then one in the Whedon room. And as the years would go on, and just TVs would crap out, and it's now there's 
I just have one TV that I will like. I'll unplug and just lift it and bring it up. So if I need to, you know, set the mood, if you will, for a, you know a Whedon marathon or something, you know, then it's a portable gotcha. enough. It it doesn't sound as crazy it is. You know, it's it's a flat screen, but it's not a. It's not like a two thousand inch TV or. Yeah, Frank's. Yeah, it's not <laughs> Frank's. Sometimes I'll borrow Frank's if I want to have like an outside, you know, thing, um, you know, where I could watch The Simpsons from, you know. 40 miles away or whatever it is. Um, so setting it up for watching Serenity for her first time and then uh, figured, all right, get some food beforehand and and where she's from, you know, there's not too many Dairy Queens around. So whenever anybody came to town, Dairy Queen was always a popular choice because it seemed more of a more of a treat, you know, hot eats and cool treats. So, got some Dairy Queen, some chicken strip baskets, in which you get your fries, your chicken strips, you get the Texas toast, the buttered Texas toast. And so I'm setting up the TV, getting the menu all set up. She's opening up the meals. And I just hear this with my back toward, turned towards her, and she just goes, I got bun. And I, like, turned around, and I'm like, what? And she held up, I got bun. And instead of the slice, diagonally sliced, which there may be some people who can't eat diagonally sliced right. toast, I'm not going to say who, but <laughs> there might be some people. it's a secret. <laughs> yeah, there might be some people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'll say that much. Um, and instead of the Texas buttered, buttered Texas toast, it was a hamburger bun that was toasted and buttered because they clearly ran out of Texas toast. Nobody will notice, you know. (laughs) And it was one of those where, like, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to taste the same. just depends on kind of, you know, what shape you're used to eating them in. And, you know, maybe you got the bun, so you got a little more smooth side on the the bottom, you know, a smooth bun, if you will. (laughs) And... And I just, like, looked at that, because, A, that was a weird thing to hear, is I got bun. And then holding it up and then seeing that and just busting out laughing because it just seems so, seemed like such an easy thing to correct. Like if they ran out of Texas toast that they'll come to Piggly Wiggly, which is sort of almost across the street in a way. Yeah. And they've come there like for like banana splits and stuff. So like picking up a bunch of bananas if they ran short or if they got shorted or what have you. And yeah, well, I, years ago I worked in the produce, uh, section at Walmart ah, and uh, and they used to have the lobster tank over there because the produce was right next to the meat yep. whatever because yeah you always keep your produce right next to your meat uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, they they had the lobster tank and so there was uh, there was a Chinese restaurant um, that I don't believe is around anymore but a lot of times uh, there would be a night where this Chinese couple from the restaurant would come in and buy the lobster. And it must have been like whenever somebody would order lobster <laughs> at the Chinese restaurant, they would come to Walmart, buy a live lobster, and take it back to the restaurant. So it wasn't something that was ordered real often, but it didn't really make sense for them to be keeping all this Yeah, there's lobster. no reason to keep lobster on hand when they could just run over to 
their local Walmart to pick up a lobster, take it back, cook it up, and charge double. Have somebody on lobster call, you know, just ready, just waiting in the car out there. All right, we got a live one, and yeah, then they. So I mean, so if if the the Chinese people can come over and get the lobster for their restaurant, I'm sure Dairy Queen can run across the street and pick up some yeah Texas toast. So it was it was kind of hilarious just catching that, and then I'm like, well, I wonder if I got that because we got the same meal, the same chicken strip basket. So I immediately went over to mine. And they used some other kind of bread. I got a bagel. <laughs> Deep fry a shoe. See, there was an episode of Gilmore Girls in which... <laughs> yeah, well, um, you, you can go back and listen to a couple different episodes yeah, to get that story. I think I told that story three times. <laughs> um, so then, uh, yeah, I open up my basket right away because I'm like, oh, I wonder if, like, you know, I got the last Texas toast and then she got bun. And then I had bun, too, and, like, me just pulling it out and just saying... I also got bun, but just laughing because, like, for some reason it was just so hilarious that it was like, well, we're supposed to get buttered toast bread. And technically they filled that you know, obligation, but uh, it was quite hilarious. So prior to recording, you had talked about, you know, Katie would just get bun, get a bun, you know, at the brat front. Right, because uh, <laughs> historic... Barton Business Association, or Hubba, as I like to call it, <laughs> is doing their Mother's Day weekend brat fry. And uh, so I don't think we've necessarily discussed this, but uh, so there's, I'm married. We have three kids. So We've discussed. Fan. I mean, I but know this. We are not married. Like, <laughs> okay. Uh, I am married uh, to my wife, Tammy. We have my three, former classmate. Uh, yeah, um, we have three kids. Um, David, who is uh, a former employee of yours and kind of of mine, <laughs> I'm not sure if he works here anymore or not. Um, uh, Ethan and Katie, and uh, I am the I am like a carnivore. I can just live off of meat. My wife and all three of my kids are vegetarians, and they just get they keep going further and further down <laughs> that hole. Like they just stopped eating fish too. They they were doing fish, so at least you know I had that. Um, but uh, yeah, they no no fish. They're still doing eggs. Okay, for so, now. So for now, yeah, until something happens that changes their minds and they they don't do that. Um. But uh, uh, but Hubba's brat fry coincides with Katie's birthday, so uh, you had made a comment about taking her to the brat fry yeah, for yeah. her birthday, and I <laughs> said she could get a bun. <laughs> and the way you just said, you know, get a bun, and then I just think it's either going to be A, Colin Bun, the writer for many, many comics, or... Bun with a single N, which being, I got bun at the kiosk. She could be, get bun. That'd be, that'd be a great, you know, I went to the Dairy Queen, and I went to the kiosk Dairy Queen, and all I got was bun and this t-shirt or something. But uh, so, so if you're going to a brat fry to support your local businesses, but you're a vegetarian, you could just get bun. Just get bun. 
have fun, get fun. <laughs> so yeah, that uh, that's something that has never happened. I often get the chicken strip baskets and get excited for that Texas toast and just it's one of those items that I would never have like expect when you order a chicken strip basket. And I don't know if any other places do that, but for some reason, like, I don't know what the reasoning is behind it, but that's, it's always been like that as far as I can remember, but. Now, now was it like just the top of the bun? Like was, a hamburger bun, it was just like the top? Because you would or did get, you get. <laughs> got one, we put them together, it's yeah, like, and then you know, was Wonder Twins to... activate in the form of Texas Form of a toast. burger now, okay. <laughs> um. We, well, they would normally give you two slices, so we basically got, you know, okay, one so of you each. got the the top yeah. of the bun and the bottom of the bun. Yeah. <laughs> and the colon of the bun. Like, it's one of those that, like, not that they would have to say that, but also you think maybe they would just being like, oh, by the way, we're out of our Texas toast right now. We have someone running to get it, but, yeah, do you mind if we just, you know, toast a hamburger bun you know butter it it sounds weird now that i say it back but like that sounds like something <laughs> i could see people getting upset even though we it created a moment that i'm talking about 15 years later well yeah but i i'm sure a lot of people would get very upset with that it, it'd be like what yeah and, and it, it depends on what you're getting because sometimes you get an upgrade of something you know, because I've, I've had it where you know you go to like mcdonald's and for some reason they're out of regular burgers so they give you the quarter pound burger on a regular bun and that's your cheeseburger. Okay, so that's an upgrade. Not too many people are going to complain. This is just too much meat. Um, uh, so, but which, yeah, which like, is uh, a complaint that my wife would have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I was going to go further and just, yep. Okay. Um, but um, she'd never say that. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, like, I could see people legit, like, technically, if you were to measure the bread, like, based on the thickness of a Texas toast and the size of a Texas, Texas toast compared to what seemed like a smaller, like, Piggly Wiggly hamburger bun type of size, you know, it didn't, wasn't anything crazy or anything. So, technically, we probably got less bread, but I value laughter. <laughs> Laughter over quantity, yeah. is that a thing? Um, yeah. Over bread quantity. You value laughter more than bread. Yeah. So. so that something that had happened, you know, probably over 15 years ago, something that I'm now just telling out of randomness, randomness because you said the word bun, and then I decided to be like, yep, anytime. You, you haven't like, heard the word bun in no, 15 it's years. Been, it's been the first time. <laughs> I finally got to tell the story. It's kind of a yeah, it's a it's a trigger in a way. So, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I would uh, more some people would complain about that, being like, "What's this crap?" You know, and you know, blah blah blah. I in turn welcomed the bun, and I almost get excited every time I order a chicken strip basket, knowing that there's a possibility. But I haven't since. But I'm just waiting for that time that. Just gonna catch them when they ran out of Texas toast and take a picture of that bun, text it over to her, and just say, "I got bun." You just request it. Yes. You know, 
<laughs> this is going to sound a little odd, but <laughs> could I have my Texas toast made out of a bun? You want it cut like a... No, just take, some, take your bun, take your best buns. Cut it diagonally. <laughs> and that was just it, too. It was just... That would have been almost even funnier, like... Like, cause like then so it instead just, of cutting, slicing it like a normal one, yeah, slicing it diagonal instead. So, like, you would have now visually seen how much less it was if it was cut that way, probably, because you're comparing it now to a triangle slice of uh, Texas toast to a triangle bun, which is... Triangle bun is probably two words that haven't been said together. Now somebody out there is developing it, or has developed it. They're like, the Wendy's has their square burgers, we're going to make a triangular bun. <laughs> Welcome to Burger Pyramid. <laughs> is it a pyramid scheme, then, if it's a... Yes. whole thing is, everything is cut in triangles? Maybe. Cheeseburger with theme. a cheese wedge. <laughs> We might be on to something here. But we probably aren't. Nope. So we, we met part of our uh, our new neighbors today. So I don't know, where were you in here at all for that? Uh, a little bit, not knowing that's who they were. And then pizza showed up, so then I went where the pizza went. Right. Well, that makes sense. Um, they were buying things, otherwise I also would have gone where the pizza went. Um, but instead I was at the counter taking care of the customers. Seems like the right choice for a mm, business yeah, owner. It's pizza, though. Yeah. Um, but uh, I knew that we were getting new neighbors. Triangle pizza. And I kept thinking, oh, I should let Kurt know that I've verified that we are, in fact, getting uh, new neighbors. And uh, I don't mean, like, you know, our yards connect and we'll have a fence <laughs> that will, like... Adio, neighbor, neighborino. <laughs> But uh, our, the building we're in is divided into sections. Uh, currently, there is us and a massage place in back, which is a really weird setup. If, if you explained the massage place to most people, it seemed really shady. And like, what kind of massages? Yeah, we going got a on massage there? place in the back of our comic shop. As far as I'm aware, it is completely <laughs> legitimate. Um, but yeah, it's like we're every it's customer just like, comes out happy. So. Yeah. Because um, it's just right in the back, um, like hidden. It, it's just like this room in the back behind the comic book store. Where, I don't know. Um, yeah, the but, setup of it is a little shifty. Yeah, if you if you tried to explain <laughs> it to most people, they kind of would be very confused and like, you know, what's what's going on here? Um, there used to be a salon next next to us and uh they left the massage person who sort of was part of that and yet separate did not go along and she chose to stay in the room behind the comic book store where she gives all of her massages see it just sounds <laughs> sounds so wrong sounds um, great <laughs> <laughs> and now for the big finish um <laughs> I got fun. <laughs> but, uh, so, where the salon was, um, 
has been vacant for a number of months now, probably since about so like October or something. I think. Yeah, I think since like October it's been vacant, and uh, so it's been bad for us as a business because um, it's like months before that the building was for sale. And they put a big for sale sign right in front of our store. So I think a lot of people wouldn't come in because they thought the place was closed because the building's for sale. And then it was kind of the same thing because they have all these for lease signs right next to us. And I think, you know, I suspect that there was some sort of business loss there just from the people that would drive by and go, oh, it's for lease. You know, they're... Clearly, nobody is there in this building because there's a for lease sign yeah. on it. Um, but uh, I, I'm interested to see how the new business is because it's not like we had a lot of uh, customer overlap with the salon. Every once in a while, you get like somebody's wife's getting her hair done or whatever. And so the, the husband would bring the kids over and... Um, look around maybe buy something you think there would be a lot of crossover because what better way to occupy yourself while you're getting your hair did than reading some comics but yeah i mean it's almost reasonable although probably more of the men uh would walk in the back room and get a massage <laughs> but, uh, um but yeah there wasn't a whole lot of crossover there. but this new business that's gone going over there is some sort of like an art class and that seems a lot more fitting being next to a comic book store than a, a salon for some reason. I don't know. Uh, now, I could, I could see a barber shop being next door called, like, Pops. There you go. You know, that would be fitting. Um, I used to get some of my early comic strips from our barber shop in Kewaskum. And I'm talking about the, like, Bazooka Bum. Uh, bum. <laughs> I got Bun. Bazooka. <laughs> bazooka Gum. Um, you get the comics. I got gum. You get the, uh, the comic, because that had, like, comics, right? The Bazooka Joe or Bazooka Joe, yeah. It had, a, had the little, on the, like, yeah. the inside of the wrapper or so something. We'd, yeah, I think so. So we'd get that, like, at our barber shop. So technically, I got comics at my barber. I guess we can <laughs> barely let that slide. Yeah, we'll we'll count it. I got bump. <laughs> um, but didn't you hate when you get something like that? But it'd be cut weird, so you'd like have like half, <laughs> yeah. like half of one and half of the next one because they didn't they didn't cut the yeah. the comic right. Um, but um, but yeah, some sort of art class over there. And I know they have, like, kids and stuff like that that, that do art. Uh, they said they do, like, art classes for, like, uh, homeschoolers and stuff like that. So I'm assuming I'm not going to walk out there and, you know, glance over at the window as I'm on my way to use the, the, the bathroom and back and see, like, you know, nude people posing for portraits and stuff like that. That's at the massage. Yeah, that's, massage, at, the, that's uh, at the massage place. I got bun. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for even joking. I mean, because again, I'm sure it's she's completely legitimate. Uh, <laughs> uh, but again, just the the idea of having this little back room back there, where it's, you know we got some lady in the back room back there giving massages. 
She's going to hear this and finally have her motivation to like go out and move into like a better location. Or we just sent more business to her, so. That could be. Yeah, yeah I heard you on this podcast. <laughs> what now? And they walk out happy, and then we know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just use our offer code. I got bun. So now, when we get uh, people who call us, because we've had this like a couple different times where like somebody will call us and say like, "Do you know anybody who like you know, gives like art classes?" Because they because they've got like a middle school age kid that wants to learn how to draw comics. Um, I don't know if they do that there, but you know we can send them that way. They can at least talk to them, and maybe they don't but they get somebody interested in painting anyways or whatever so yeah. we'll do that or maybe there's somebody that just goes there for painting classes and they realize that there's a comic book store and they come over here to admire the art over here a lot of times there's like 22 to 32 pages of art in each book you just said art a little uh, I, <laughs> like I, I was like okay what did you mean by art like, yeah. Oh no. But I you didn't. just meant art, yeah. No, just <laughs> Yeah, just the way that you said it, I was like I was like, did he mean what did he mean? Did that have a that was like some double meaning that art the, the way that he said it and and then it occurred to me, no, he just meant art. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no punchline. Alright. No punchline, just art. Yeah, I was expecting it was like I was expecting Texas toast, but I just got a bump. <laughs> very intrigued by this new comic that is this size. Amber Blake. Amber Blake. Me and Kurt were talking like, is this something that has existed before in anything? Yeah, like, it's, uh, I, I hadn't sounds, even realized that because it's it's a regular three ninety nine. it's an issue one but I was, I'm not familiar with the uh, creators on here but what, what publisher is that? IDW. IDW. Is that they're like IDW's prestige? Format. I guess, yeah. But yeah, it was kind of the art looks really good on there. Is that going to be the new thing? People are just going to start coming out with all kinds of different uh, shapes and sizes for their their comics. If they It'd do, be like they the golden age again. They should include a proper bag and board for each one, then. So yeah. Well, that's that's going to be the tough one. It's getting bags and boards, even like for all these DC's uh, prestige format comics. Just the thought of well, what kind of bag and board do I put these things in? Yeah, purposely wasn't doing an ad for that one because I might pick it up on Saturday. So. Oh, okay. Well, we'll be sure to <laughs> direct a lot of people over there. Don't sell that one. If I really wanted, I'd just set it aside or buy it right now. But it's one of those that, you know, if it's not on my initial list but catches my interest, I'll let it, you know, go until Saturday and see if anybody was coming in for that one specifically. And if they hadn't come in by Saturday at the end of the day on Saturday, it's like, well, they had one, two, three, four days of business. If they were specifically looking for that, then I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. But. And, uh Okay. I just saw that you were holding a trade, oh. and uh, that I just I saw it was Captain Marvel on the back, and I just realized which one you were actually uh, 
Yeah, I'd gotten this one here a while ago on a pre-order, The Death of Captain Marvel, and uh, said a little bit to read yet. So, well, you typically read Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel. So now, do you when you go back to like the original Captain Marvel, are do you I like, hey, it? this isn't my Captain Marvel? Do I hear it in a female voice? Yes. <laughs> yeah, this the same my my Captain Marvel so. <laughs> nope, I just read it just being like, yep, yeah, it's a comic book character named Captain Marvel. Have you re- read anything prior, or you just jumped right to the death of Captain Marvel? Well, when I was doing all of, uh, I figured it was a good good start. To that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just begin at the end. <laughs> every, at every, uh, there's a line that Tony says in the end game, first end game trailer. Every story has an ending, I think. Sometimes that that's the quote, but then I guess you know, for me, each ending is a beginning of a story. Right. And yeah, when you close your eyes, you think of Pepper Potts. Yep. Those are the two things you got. Okay. Yeah. So Gwyneth Paltrow, I hear her voice when I listen to uh, Wendell Lawson. Uh. Or Walter. Walter. Yeah. We, well, we, we talked about that Wendell Vaughn. We, we yeah. Wendell Vaughn. Well, yeah. <laughs> Brian K. Vaughn. Um, now, so I've read some of Marvel, but uh, while I was doing my Carol Danvers reread, going back there, Captain Marvel issues that she was in, going into Miss Marvel in the 70s and Miss Marvel in the 2000s and, and then the 2010s and all that stuff. But this is one of the things that I had after reading the Carol stuff that I. I didn't really put in a timeline saying, okay, I have to read this one now, so I'm pretty good with just kind of jumping around and reading it. Like, actually, Kurt asked me, I uh, signed up for the DC Universe streaming service. Yeah. So for the Detective Comics 80th anniversary this past weekend, at the time of this recording, um, they had a deal where you can get 20% off of an annual plan. Which then Kurt was getting all mad because, you know, he had locked in whatever deal he got, like, originally when he pre-ordered it. Kurt, no? No, that was, uh, I don't know what just happened. Apparently, um, my phone had rang and I silenced it and I I must have, uh, actually answered it or something and then it hung up. So somebody's been listening. Somebody got a preview of this (laughs) podcast. Because okay. whoever was on this line just for the last three minutes and 51 seconds uh, <laughs> has been uh, sitting here listening um, to, uh, to us talk. Call. So, yeah, they get, they get a little uh, podcast preview going on here. Okay, uh, whoever, whoever called me from, <laughs> here's where I don't read the, the number. Although it's probably five 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 five, five it five. it was my I don't want to answer this ringtone you know because uh. people who I like to talk to I tend to assign ringtones to not everyone um, some people I do want to talk to that get the the standard I don't want to talk to you ring ringtone but but for the most part I have like this I don't want to talk to this person ringtone. fair enough. So like you can tell when Tammy calls because that's that's the one that rings on like oh it's the wife alarm <laughs> and then I don't answer it because I'm recording a podcast yeah. which is really funny when she listens to the podcast and hears me ignoring her call. <laughs> At least you're not lying. 
When you say that's why, I, yeah, I don't remember much of. Oh yeah, DC Universe. So I. <laughs> Wait, and and that is. That, just, that would be funny if that was uh, a, a text from. Uh, hey, where can I download this kind of the rest of no, this? Actually, that, that's a text from my wife. So her ears were ringing, and she's like, <laughs> "What's going on? I feel like he's talking about me, and I'm gonna have to uh, text him." Actually, she's texting because uh, our closing time, which it is, coincides with her break time. Uh, so. So then she can uh, text me and stuff and be like, hey, you're close now, right? And you on your way home. They're like, yep. You're still there talking to Anthony, aren't you? <laughs> it's Tony at this point. Yeah, it's Tony. And I'll be like, no, no, I was talking to Tony. So the DC Universe. <laughs> so they had a 20% off of an annual for the anniversary or uh, 80 cents for the first month. You know, if somebody wanted to try it for one month. And then, you know, I told Kurt about that. He was just like, oh, come on. He's like, you know, because they locked them in it. You got a deal for doing a, a pre-order annual. But I think whatever they were offering now was probably cheaper than what they offered originally. So he was in there from the get-go. I was just waiting until something specific to watch on there until I dove in. And then I ended up getting, you know, I, I get it down. I think it's like five bucks a month now that I pay through their anniversary deal. So if I read two, like one and a half digital comics a month, I paid for it, essentially. Um, and I'm definitely going to be reading more than that. And then also the television program. So going back to why I mentioned this, talking about reading the death of Captain Marvel first. So I started watching Doom Patrol. And he's like, oh, you just you didn't watch Titans at all because they show up in there. And I wasn't sure. If, I knew they showed up in there. I just wasn't sure if it was they were already like a team in there. And then that kind of sells you for, hey, Doom Patrol has their own show. And then you get their origin or something. And uh, But I'm like, yeah, I was more interested in Doom Patrol than I was Titans. I figured if I watched Titans, I might just kind of dip my toes in the water and just kind of see, you know. I hadn't been Well, if they show up in Doom Patrol, that's a good way to experience on check and see how they are at doom patrol yeah see i'm not sure if they show up in doom patrol but doom patrol shows up in Titans. oh doom patrol yeah. shows up in so he was okay. questioning okay, i had that back he was questioning because i was watching the second series first that they released doom patrol even though technically they're separate in story and everything but i'm like yeah i'm like i i'm sure i can you know i'll watch doom patrol and then if i get around to titans it's not going to ruin the experience of seeing you know their episode of titans after the fact or something so much like I could read Death of Captain Marvel and then that could be a starting point, you know, so I'm I'm pretty good with just kind of jumping around and just reading the stories as they are rather than getting the full continuity if I'm just whatever. But yeah. No, I, I've always been like that too, but a lot of people can't do that. Which I've never fully understood. Um, I mean, I kind of get it, like you want to start at the beginning and, and go through, but um, when it comes to comics, I've, I've always been fine with just like diving in and wherever I just Cause if you If you're going to commit to like, let's say Buffy the Vampire Slayer, seven seasons, you know, it's pro most people would probably be like, okay, start at season one, rather than, hey, just start at season four or something. You know, it seems a little more 
acceptable being like, oh yeah, we definitely should start in season one. Well, at the same time, you know, a lot of times, like you just happen to not Be not catch. as common now, but but when people used to do more channel surfing, because um, you know, now a lot of people just do apps and stuff like that. But when channel surfing was much more common. You do that, and you like go. Oh, this looks interesting, and you're in the middle of a show that's been on for yeah. you know, a couple of seasons, and you jump in there, and then you might find a way to go back and and, and watch. But well, if you look at like Captain Marvel or something, you're just being like, okay, it's probably easier to start at season one of Buffy than it is fifty years and read fifty years of stories that you missed, rather than oh, I missed four years, so I'll start here or something. But that's where I'm pretty casual when it comes to at least the comic jumping around so this is coming from someone who's seen lost season one and then the last episode of lost the series well well starting at the end of lost is uh, a good way to decide that you're not going to invest <laughs> in the rest of the show <laughs> i don't remember much about it i just know that overall you know a lot of people were upset with it but it was uh one of those that a friend of mine was, uh, she was super pumped up about Lost and then uh, found out that, like, hey, isn't that Lost finale, big series finale, blah, 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 and, like, you're doing some big party, because I'd always do that, like, Angel ending, Gilmore Girls ending, you know, like, Dollhouse's ending, and just kind of kind of make a party around and have people over and stuff like that and celebrate it. And then when I just heard that she was just, oh, no, I'm just, just watching it, and I'm just like, Oh, well, you know, I'm not doing anything. Why do you come over? You know, we'll make some dinner. We'll watch it. And she's like, oh, I didn't know you watched Lost. I'm like, I don't. But I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll figure it out. But And after I watch this, I won't. I was mostly just doing it so we can, you know, yeah, get fun. <laughs> yeah, the, Lost was like one of those things where I, I'm trying to think how many seasons that show was. I, I want to say now. six. But it was uh, Five, since, since the very beginning... They kind of were like, yes, we know exactly where the show is going to go. We've got it all planned out. And every time somebody would guess at how it was going to end or what was really going on, they'd say, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. And um, I, I'm pretty much convinced that they changed the, the ending several times because they're like, oh, everybody's guessing this. We can't do that because we keep telling them that that's not it. Um and it just got to the point where they're like, well, yeah, this is all that there's left to do. <laughs> it's the only space on the dartboard left, and I guess we'll have to with that. Even though it was kind of what some people guessed anyways. Yep. Lost. They lost it. Yeah, I suppose I'm going to re respond to my wife now and close the shot. Thank you for listening to Under the Cowl. I've been your host, David Lloyd. Under the Cowl is recorded live at Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles at 1749 Barton Avenue, West Bend, Wisconsin. You can join us live each week or listen on Automatic and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Crimson Cowl Comics or on Twitter at The Crimson Cowl.